What's good, world? This is your boy, A. Levy. Checking in one more time. Ha, we got the Trophies Podcast. Episode 2, man. So, got a few notes. We'll try and do this thing and make it real swift for you. Um, today's episode... Well, first, let me start off by saying... I'm going to put this on YouTube. This is also on Spotify. It's on Apple Music. It's on my Instagram. It's on several places. But I really want to make an effort to get y'all to go to the YouTube page. So, with that in mind, man, it's A. Levy on YouTube. A. Levy. Type in A. Levy World. Y'all pop up, subscribe, and you can get that popping. I feel like I can pump it out a little bit quicker if I put it on YouTube. So, without any further ado, man, this is the Trophies Podcast. This is your boy, A. Levy. And we got a few things to talk about, man. It's basketball season. I never thought I'd see this day coming where... Uh, well, the Pelicans are, are just important in the city. And right now, we got a situation where the ticket prices are going up for next year. Some people's prices is doubling and tripling and stuff. And it's a lot for a poor market. One of the smaller markets on top of that. But we're making it work, man. That's that Zion effect. That's that David Griffin effect. They bought in a, a winning formula and everybody doing their thing. And they, they just killing it across the board, man. But... To delve back into the Zion situation Dude's amazing bro. I didn't expect this coming into the season the Total package Dude's star He good with the interviews He just all the way around Zion that dude man and It's wild Like I said he good with the interviews Everybody love talking to him People legitimately like him A lot of people compare him to Blake Griffin But he ain't Blake Griffin He's not Shaq he not Charles Barkley. He ain't none of those dudes. He's his own animal. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to see comes to fruition, man. Dude out here shooting threes. In his first game, he went like, banged out four from back to back to back. It was wild, man. And But beyond that, man, I'm really loving what Zion doing. The impact that he bringing to the team. We got this winning formula. And it's just an amazing trickle-down effect. And I hate to do this, but in comparison... To the prior guy that we had, this dude named Andy Davis, that dude, whatever he was, man. It's uh it's apples and oranges, man. Like Andy Davis was a great player for us. I think he came in, he averaged something like 13 points, 14 points. He was on a minute restriction, wasn't playing that much. He got blocks, but he was jumping at everything, trying to swat everything. He was overcompensating, just wasn't in the right spot a lot. He was a bad defender, but he had highlights. He was closer to Jackson Hayes on defense. In certain situations, then he is Zion. Zion having the same issues, but on offense, man, that dude is not averaging nowhere near no 13, 14 points. Zion out here banging out, goddamn, what he have? I want to say he averaging damn near 20 more points in like per 36 minutes. That's random stat nerd stuff. I don't want to nerd out too much on y'all, but like per 36, I want to say he averaging about 25, 26 points a game. It's amazing. And this dude is 19. Zion is doing stuff that 20-year-olds wasn't doing. And when I say 20-year-olds, I mean dudes that like Shaq and all of these other guys that played multiple years of college. He a 19-year-old. He ain't supposed to be doing this. He run up to dudes and he punking grown adults. <laughs> he running up on them, snatching the ball out their hands. Say, man, give me that. It's wild. I've never seen nothing like this, man. And he can also... He got that ballerina around the rim. Get a shot off whenever, however. 
it's just easy for them, man. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But I said back to the comparison thing with y'all homeboy Andy Davis, man. He just he ain't the same. Zion is an alpha, and he's capable of making this a significantly better team. Solo Dodo, he can carry a team versus Andy Davis. He needed a supporting cast. Great player. He gonna be top five at his position when it's all said and done, but he wasn't an alpha, and he wasn't capable of carrying his entire team to really a meaningful victory without a strong supporting cast. And that's no huge knock, but a lot of players aren't really good at that kind of stuff. Like, LeBron. <laughs> he won a lot of games for his team, but he needed... When it got to the playoffs, at least he needed a, a Batman. He needed Dwayne Wade. He needed Kyrie Irving. But regular season, they was getting wins. Damian Lillard, cold dude, getting wins. But he needed a, a true Batman. He got some some nice players. But they probably need to be your third or fourth best player instead of your second best, best player. A guy like McCullum, he cool. Yeah, you bought your third best banana, but there's no second best banana. And that was the issue that the Pelicans had for a long time. In conjunction with being injured all of the time. Every year. It's depressing. But better days are ahead, thank God, man. So shout out to Zion. Shout out to David Griffin. Shout out to Trajan Langdon. Shout out to Swing Cash. The whole organization, man. We doing big things. And I believe that we're going to go ahead and and get this eight seed, you know, the, uh, the everything's looking like it's in our favor. We got the strength of schedule. That's in our favor. And with that in mind, like, Memphis strength of schedule, they got, like, one of the hardest schedules left to close out the season. And we have the easiest. And it's only, uh, I want to say, a five-game change uh, differential, last time I checked. And... This is the podcast for tomorrow. I'm taping this on Thursday. But this will be out on Friday. I think I'm going to do that. Yeah, so it will be out on Friday. So we can go ahead and talk about the game tonight. Which is, guess who? We play the Portland Trailblazers again. And guess who ain't playing? No Damian Lillard. Should be a win, man. If, uh, and I won't be the pessimistic guy. And I don't count wins guy and all that stuff. But if this team is who we need them to be, if they are who we think they are, it's none of those losing the same teams. There's no more losing to teams that we know we're supposed to beat. Those days are behind us in theory. We got Zion, he can beat it up in the paint. He out here getting a million free throws a game, putting your centers and your best players in foul trouble. It's at the point where nobody even want to go up with him. Like, it's, it's, it's that serious. So that's great. We got Brandon Ingham. He appears to be fully healthy. Balling, getting buckets. I think uh, to close out the season, they probably need to stagger the two because Ingram needs the ball in his hand a lot, and Zion does too. And they sort of occupy the same space since Zion's game is a little limited now. And Brandon Ingram is at his best going to the rack, going to the rim, attacking. He's not really a jump shooter, although he has been knocking them down, you know. So, big testament to Brandon Ingram. And uh, he don't get enough of credit, man. He's a little overshadowed by Zion, but I can't even front. Like, this time last year, when it was talking about, man, we need to go ahead and get Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Harden, two draft picks. That was the original package that was offered to Dale Demps. It's like, nah, bro. I'm good on Brandon Ingram. I, I thought uh, 
I sound like the mother people, but I thought dude was a thug, man, that he ran off and just like started swinging on uh, Chris Paul. And little did I know how big of an asshole Chris Paul really was, but he deserved that ass with me. He deserved that. So, yeah, uh, since Brandon Ingram got here, you know, he a little fiery guy or whatever, but, but nothing but a consummate professional. And that's clearly not his character. That was an isolated issue, man. So, I'm happy I was wrong. Super happy I was wrong, man. Because Brandon Ingram balling out, it looked like we got a, not a steal in the trade, but it looked like we got what we was looking for. I think uh, David Griffin initially, before he even became the GM, he said if he was the Pelicans GM, that he was looking for multiple first-round picks, uh, some young rookies, uh, some veteran role players, and an all-star. And at that time, when he said that and going into the season, Brandon Ingram was not an all-star. But now, and they all-star. So shout-out to Brandon Ingram, man. And shout out to the Pelicans, man. And who else? Who else I'm missing, man? That I think don't get the credit they deserve. Josh Hart. Josh Hart does not get the credit that he deserves, man. Uh, I was looking at something. He said uh, that he looks up to people like Patrick Beverly. And it makes a lot of sense. His tenacity and his uh, his eagerness to, to just ball out and leave it all on the court reminds me a lot of Patrick Beverly. Except for he's probably what well, he is. A lot more of a skilled offensive player. So, you know, to have that mentality and you out there getting buckets of that you're getting, man, future bright. That was just a throw in. Like, I didn't even think I wanted Josh Hart when we first did that trade. So, I'm I'm elated that it worked out the way it is. Uh, who else we got, man? Drew Holiday. I won't make the setting too long. So, I might not, I'm not going to go too deep about Drew Holiday. But I'll say, uh, love Drew Holiday. He's saying all of the right things. He appears to be perfectly fine with uh with being the, the third banana. He don't he say he don't want to be the the main player, the main scorer. He good with that. He play the background. He come out there and play defense. And he talked about how much he loves the organization and how for the first time since he's been here, he sees a, a true real future with him. He sees something that they're building. And for better or worse, man, another Dale Dempsey that really wasn't happening. So. I'm happy that he sees it. I see it. Everybody else sees it. So I'm, I'm happy that it's actually uh, transpiring at this point, man. I'm wearing this hat, man. By the time this, uh, this podcast is over, I'm going to be wearing this hat like like T.I., like like that or something after a while, man. But, uh, but yeah, so that's it for the for the Pelicans section, man. But uh, I'm confident that we're going to get this W together, man. And we're going to get this win. We're going to creep up on Memphis, catch them for this lead, uh, Get this A seed, and then we're looking at the Lakers versus the Pelicans. We're going to be following each other for a while, but we're looking at the Lakers versus the Pelicans in the playoffs. I'm calling it now. This shall be. I'm saying it's like I'm on the court. So I'm going to do this, this segment. I don't know what I'm going to call it, man. Calling it the wrap-up is a little corny. I want to highlight a few few people, man, that, that I believe are, are doing it, doing some amazing things for New Orleans music scene, man. Uh, it's a lot too. Like I say, it could, this is going forever. But a uh, big shout out to the homie Mid City AB. I tell him all the time, man. He, uh, maybe, people think I'm gas him up, but he my favorite New Orleans MC in the city. Dude's amazing, man. I tell people all the time. Uh, 
he's a weird hybrid. He reminds me of like Soldier Slim in common. That shit don't go together, but he make it go together sound smooth, man. He got the New Orleans sound to him, that, that good vibe, that good energy to you. Something that you could dance to, literally. And he's still coming with balls. Like, it's still musical. It's still commercially viable. It's still him. Like, he's not trying to be nothing that he not dudes is having fun. Dropping balls, dropping content. You got uh, music that, that really touches soul, but in a, a New Orleans form. Like, it's not sounding like no East Coast music or nothing like that. It sounds like, well, where he at? It's, you gotta check him out, bro. Mid City. AB. Peep him out on uh, on Instagram. He just dropped a project uh, about two weeks ago. I'm actually going to do a bunch of reviews. There's uh, some prefacing these reviews I'm going to start doing shortly. Uh, who else, man? My homie, Alfred Banks. It's a bad man. Hardest working man in, in New Orleans hip-hop. One of the hardest working men, period. Dude tour like crazy, man. He uh, did a run with Tank and the Bangers. He got the Volkswagen commercial. He did the thing uh, for Joke Man. So many things that I feel uh, feel he don't get the shine that he deserves. And a few people also feel that way, man. So, but check him out. He got a brand new project with his group. He in a group again, kind of, sort of. Uh, dude, uh, this name of the group is called Sax Kicks Avenue. The homie uh, from Tank and the Bangles, he plays the saxophone. Therefore, we have sax. Not sex, sax. But, uh, and then we have kicks. You already know. If you know anything about Alfred Banks, you know he got some crazy shoes. I just looked on Instagram like about four minutes ago. And he was talking about goddamn shoes with, uh, with B Mike and Lyric Kill and, uh, Home from Soul Rebels. We have so many soul people down here. But yeah, so check that out, man. Dope project. It's amazing. It's well-deserved. Time coming. I believe they're doing French Quarter Fest, too, man. So they're doing, like, they first set ever. Just that French Quarter Fest, man. How nice. <laughs> uh, let me see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, oh, how can I forget this, man? Gene Stanza. He up there, bro. Lyricist. Balls on top of balls on top of balls. Amazing work ethic, man. I want to say he banged out like two, three projects in 2019. This might be the first one of 2020, if my count is right. Shout out to Supreme Mac. Man, from snippets that I heard, serious. I'm going to go ahead and hit him with a review, most likely at uh, some point this week. But the world is yours, man. Get out there. Check out these people. They said how that uh, Mid City AB, that's just Mid City, letter, alphabet B, AB, uh, and Sax, Kicks Avenue. They got some weird shit going on in that spelling, I would believe it's S A X X, just regular Kicks and Avenue. But if all else fails, follow Underdog Central on Instagram, and all that stuff is on his page. Uh, and Gene Stanza, just Gene, G E N E. S-T-A-N-C-E-A. -A. Uh, my, uh, my Usher thing. But yeah, Gene Stanza, so peep him out. And uh, yeah, man. I like those people. Good stuff.